Welcome to the Lowdown Friday edition weekend just around the corner. We're going to kickstart the fun right here. Today's show, everybody's making trades now. And they're going to the Olympics and firing coaches. What the H-E double hockey sticks is going on. It looks like All-Star break is going to be news break. Every hour we're going to have to step in and talk about something. Wow. There is so much to get to today. You can reach us sports1440.ca, iHeartRadio, Radio Player Canada, Apple and Spotify podcasts. Text or call us at 1-833-401-1440. And we're on Twitter at Low Tide and at Donovan Paulson. The Lowdown is driven by Wolf GMC Buick on the corner of 184th Street and Stony Plain Road. The Discover event is on right now, and they're blowing out remaining 2023 GMCs. Discounts up to $8,000 plus 0% financing. Visit WolfGMCBuick.com. On the show today, Steve Lansky will join us. Bruce Kerlock from Oilers Nation to talk about the Bakersfield Condors. They are playing tonight, and a lot of these young kids have turned the corner post-Christmas as often happens. And we also have the first edition of the Hurdy Gurdy Top 5 with Donovan. Yeah. Yeah, we do. And with that, we say hello to our friend Donovan Paulson. Uh, after yesterday and your, uh, I, I mean, I you, you hammered uh, Swifties in the Catholic Church pretty well. Who are you going after today? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, you know what? I'll save that for my, uh, what did you call it? Hurdy, hurdy, gurdy. Hurdy, gurdy, top five with Donovan. Yeah. Do you know Donovan the artist? Uh, no. Okay. He was a 60s kind of folk singer, uh, good looking guy soft voice, sang melodic songs that were made up words to try to sound like Bob Dylan. And he had a song called Hurdy Gurdy Man. Yeah, I, I can't say I know him. That's uh, just a smidge before my time. Why don't you just call me old, Donovan? You've already <laughs> done it. Uh, you just pick on people. That's your gig, man. I, I guess it is my gig. I, uh, I apologize to everyone <laughs> out there that uh, knows who this man is. But uh, yeah, he's. I'm. Uh, I'm only 21. So uh, Donovan, a he must my suck. Time. I don't know who he is. Wow. There's a lot of Donovan fans out there who are, you know, <laughs> season of the witch. Sunshine Superman, Mellow Yellow, they call me. Uh, yeah, no, these yellow. are uh, all right, a little right, bit right. over my head here. Okay, that's okay. Don't you worry about it. You get the important stuff. That's all we carry. You ready for day two? Oh, I'm so ready. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm hyped up. I'm I'm amped up. I've got the uh, the ball hall blast here for a little bit of caffeine <laughs> during the show, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun here. Yeah, we we had there's a, a tremendous number of treats over here. Have you had any of these? I have had some of them uh, from Bonton Bakery. Uh, yeah, they thank you to Bonton Bakery. They, they brought exactly. back. They, I've uh, got a, some kind of a um, olive stick or branch, and I have some uh, raspberry heart cookies. That won't make it home. I got a chance to try the uh, the olive breadstick type thing. That's I don't know what, what they doing. officially call it, but yep. uh, the olive breadstick, very very good. Mm-hmm. I had uh, some square thing. It was like a it was almost like a shortbread cookie, but it was so much better than a shortbread cookie. It's funny because the Bonton Bakery calls it the square thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, would, I would I would expect that's what it's labeled as a square thing. <laughs> it's good though. I had a little piece of it. It's excellent. Oh, it was it, was, it was fantastic. All right, so we thank them very much, and I will. I, I've already had a little bit. I will have more later, and we really appreciate that. All gifts of food are welcome. There are news items to get to, and these are huge. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman, along with Marty Walsh from the NHLPA and IIHF uh, President Luke Tardif, are on stage, or were on stage earlier, and have announced the return of the NHL participation for 2026 and 2030 Olympics. I, I, I can't tell you how happy I am. Uh, there's one reason and one reason only, and I'll be honest. Connor McDavid on the big stage had to happen. Now, it's not going to happen when he's in his prime. 
because two years from now, he'll be, what, 29, something like that. And so it won't be perfect. The perfect one would have been when he was 25, but he gets an Olympics. And I think that's important for history. You know, there were players who, who in the before times didn't play in the Olympics. It was a damn shame. Getting Connor McDavid in Olympic Games for him to be able to show what he can do on that international stage, so important. I'm very much looking forward to uh, the whole everybody. But McDavid, for me, was the guy is crushing that he did not have that opportunity, and now he gets it. Uh, there was a trade today again, so people are going to be mad at Ken Holland again. Over there, I mean, he puts on a suit and tie, eats lunch. He probably has some water every day. Not working. Not working. As Sean Monahan is on his way to Winnipeg for a first-round pick and a conditional, the prices are high now because they're making the move early. So the Jets can call Winnipeg, and Winnipeg says, we want Monahan. we'll give you a first. And then Montreal's like, well, we might be able to get more later. If you want to, you know, make it a little sweeter, and so they got a conditional pick. We'll see how that works out. Um, Some things you see coming for miles and miles. And this next item, I think we all saw. And it does jive with Todd McClellan's time here in Edmonton. And I call it too long at the fair. But in reality, we all have it. No matter how good you are as an employee or an employer, there's a thing that happens. And I I frame it, I... I say it this way, and it's important for all of us to know this. The line is, sooner or later, everyone develops a past. It's just true. It's just true. And th- the past is known, like if you are married, your spouse knows, your, knows you backwards. If you've been employed by a company or a person, they know your good points and they know your bad points. And we all have them. Nobody's perfect. I mean, maybe Donovan, Um, although he really pushed the Swifties yesterday. We'll see how that goes. But nobody is that way. Nobody is perfect. And Todd McClellan does things. He plays his starting goalie too much. Dusty Baker runs his pitches ragged, and they all end up with arm injuries. There are tendencies that people have. They MacGyver a solution. Jay Woodcroft played the hell out of Nurse and Cece, for instance, against elite competition. And then the next guy comes along after that doesn't work, like Chris Knobloch, and he's playing Evan Bouchard in a feature role. And I wrote about it in The Athletic today. Evan Bouchard is like not just scoring, but outscoring against elites at a high level with or without Connor McDavid. That is breaking news. There should be thunder and hammer of the gods as that sentence is spoken across the universe. The Oilers drafted in 2018 at number 10 overall, an impact player. Now, the scouts won't get credit because they never do for anything. But Evan Bouchard was a flat-out home run. Home run. Don't ever want to hear you say to me, well, Bouchard can't play. Are Are you looking at what's happening? Are you looking at the numbers right now? With or without McDavid? On the ice, five on five, Evan Bouchard, impact player, should be getting votes for the Norris, should be at the All-Star game. Can you believe it? Yes, I can, and you know why he's not established yet. He's got to do this next year and then a little bit of next year, the following year, and then people will say Evan Bouchard is in the conversation for the Norris. It's coming. 
And I know he didn't look like this player earlier in the year. I know that. I understand. But remember our conversation many times. Single events can have enormous importance, and you can remember them for a long time, and they're still just single events. Look from 10,000 feet. That's why analytics works. That's why you should go to Puck IQ and look who's playing against the elites, how are they doing in terms of possession, and how are they doing relative to their other teammates. That's it, baby. That's ball game. And Evan Bouchard is nuclear. Holy hell, that's big news. Read all about it today in The Athletic. Todd McClellan fired. I wrote this morning about maybe Cam Talbot comes available. LA's got to get going. This move was predictable. We knew it was going to happen. Because there's a too long at the fair thing. And McClellan is sort of doing what happened or did what happened here. He plays the hell out of people, doesn't play other people. Arthur Kaliev's not playing. Brant Clark's not coming along. What the hell's going on? New guy will come in and those guys will push up. They'll increase the amount of competition and the Kings will get the dead cat bounce. That's how it works in life. All-Star weekend. That draft was awful. I'm sorry. I don't like, I'm, I don't like to pick on people unless it's Gary, but that, I don't, I like Will Arnett. I don't know why he was wearing the Leafs thing, but it looked confusing. Uh, it sent the wrong message. Um, you've got McDavid and Dreisaitl there, and you've got a Leafs cap, and I know it's to troll Oilers fans, but it doesn't, it looks junky, you know? It's like your uncle when he does stuff, when he, you know, says, I'm going to build the back half is going to be a truck and the front half is going to be a car and, you know, puts it together and then drives it to the lake and you pretend you don't know him. That's sort of what the all-star draft was yesterday. And I admit fully that I listened to the Dave Keon interview and we're going to talk to Lansky about that. I didn't, I thought the draft was something that could have been five minutes and it was five hours. So that's like, you know, I'm sure people that know me are rolling their eyes right now because I talk so much when we get together, but that was, that, that wasn't good. It wasn't great television. It wasn't memorable, good television. A lot of the hockey players are great hockey players, but they're not really good in front of a camera. They're not quick thinkers. It's okay. It's okay. Because Harrison Ford probably can't play hockey very well. Who's your favorite actor? That's a really tough question for me because I'm a big movie guy. Um, well, just pick somebody. If it's a lie, we won't know. <laughs> uh, favorite actor? You know, I'll say Daniel Craig. Okay. There you go. Very good actor. He's in the Bond stuff, right? Uh, yeah. My favorite movie is Casino Royale. Okay. So I uh, I love Daniel Craig's Bond. Best Do you know Bond. that Donovan was in Casino Royale, the first one? Was he? No. Uh, <laughs> so uh, now, do you think, I mean, he's a physical guy. Maybe he can play hockey, but probably not well. Uh, well, given the fact that he is British, uh, I'm going to say that he can't play hockey. So you you have something against the British. They can't play <laughs> hockey. Their, their motor skills are so bad because there's no sunshine in Britain, right? And they eat very boring food. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. Wow. Yeah. So yesterday it was the Swifties and now it's the British Isles. Yes. My goodness. Well, I mean, you take on who you want to take on. None of my business. I watched the Lakers yesterday against the Celtics. I don't know what to make of the Lakers. They're very famous, but are they very good? Like, I mean, talking very good. Are they very good? Are they very, very good? Like, if they get into the playoffs against the Timberwolves or the Thunder, 
They're, like they're coming in as the eight seed. Like, are they any good? They're four and six in their last ten. They're four games over five hundred. No, they're six and four in their last ten. Sorry, and they're at five hundred. I don't know. I don't know what to make of the Lakers. I do know the 76ers won yesterday. I'm very happy about that. Are you an NFL fan? I'm an NFL fan. I'm a I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> they Bob Greasy yeah. and the Dolphins won the last Super Bowl for Miami when Donovan Leach was on the charts. That's how long ago that was. <laughs> um, what do you do on the off weekend? Like, do you what what do you do? Do you watch the, the does the Pro Bowl still on? Uh, I'll be honest. I have not watched the Pro Bowl. Okay. But what do you do on the off weekend? Do you visit with your family or go to church? What do you do? Um, well, uh, you know what? I, uh, I just kind of sit around and watch whatever other sports are on because the, uh, the Pro Bowl, uh, it, it's not, great. it's terrible. Let's be honest. It's, no, it's, it's not good. It's, it's not, it's, it doesn't work as, as it works as comedy, but not, not like they mean it to be. And it's too bad because I do think that that in a controlled environment, like yeah, you'll never see the NBA do that. It would be a far different presentation. And I think that the NHL doesn't understand that having more is not necessarily better. And they were trying to get guys to talk and they wouldn't talk. They'd like, you know, tell us, go talk to us, interact about how you're making a decision. And they're like, I already made the decision. It's this guy, my teammate. And <laughs> this is this is like when you when you uh, I don't know if you still do it. Do you still throw your sticks in the middle of the ice and then you just? Yes, hit? you do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay. What so. I wanted to see out of that, honestly, the All Star was I wanted them to do like the old All Star draft where you had Ovi with the car sign, pick me last, and then you had Phil they were Kessel drinking just, in that one. That's yeah, what you yeah. want. You want them to drink. It was, that, well, okay. that that made them looser. That made them more fun. They were they were actually having fun in that one. That one looked like. They were being tortured. It, it, you, you can't, like, there's one photograph. I don't know who it is. I don't know what the player, I didn't recognize him. But he looked so bored. The looking down one? Yeah. Yeah, that's Oliver Bjorkstrand. Okay. He, I felt bad for him. As a human being, I'm like, please give this guy some Kool-Aid or, or a drink of water, you know? It's, <laughs> it's like watch it going into a zoo. You just feel bad for everybody. I, I, the NHL has to understand that that when you have two hours of television, you can't just throw anything there. And I think they did a bad job yesterday. Now, having said that, I'm interested in the skills competition because I think there is some intrigue there and some interesting stuff. Connor McDavid, a lot of what is being done, he is a part of it. And I think we're going to see something interesting. Do you agree with that? I fully agree with this. Um, I think this is going to be the best skills competition in quite some time. But uh, you know what? I'll say this. The NHL, this is the first time I've been actually wowed with who they've gotten celebrity-wise, like uh, whether it's Justin Bieber, Tate McRae, Will Arnett, Michael Buble, like those four, that's a pretty good list for the NHL to get because they never used to get really those those high-end celebrity people. So I'll be honest, I think they kind of wasted them on the uh, on the, the draft type thing. But if they if they can incorporate those four into the the skills tomorrow is be, uh, sorry tonight especially i think this is going to be the best skills we've had in i don't know what is, is 10 years fair yeah uh for those who don't know i do but it's because i have young people in my home for those who people who do not know who tate mccray is can you give them a thumbnail sketch 
She is a artist influencer. Um, she is really, That's, she's 20 years old. She has she, the number one song in Canada right now. Uh, Greedy, I believe. I believe it is the number no. one song, but uh, she's a 20, she's younger than me. Oh my God. There's nobody <laughs> younger than you. You're the youngest man alive. But she's this successful at 20 years old. No. She is truly, I mean, she's going to be an inspiration for um, tons of young people all around the world. If you can watch her and see her do this at 20, showing up at an NHL All-Star game, making uh, hit, numerous hit songs, good for her, right? But what I love about it, what it tells me is the NHL is targeting young people. And yeah. they could have been doing that a long time ago, but often they would not. they get some burned-out rock and roll band to turn the Stanley Cup upside down. Yeah, and it, it, this is a great choice by them. They're going to get the Jonas Brothers for the stadium series with New Jersey, and uh, they're finally getting it, I think, but they need to market their stars better, I think. Do you know, I'm just reading this from Adam Schefter, and then we're going to take a break. We've got uh, hockey rumors on the way, and, and I'm loving this new feature that we have. D just so you know, Declan's taking, uh, he's, he's on assignment. He'll be back, but... For today, we're going to have the hurdy-gurdy top five with our friend Donovan here. Do you want to give us an idea about, not the names, but what is it about? It is uh, all-star themed because obviously, you know, all-star weekend. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm just going to say there's, there's an event uh, with speed and certain players, you know, skate around the ice. <laughs> you know, we're, that's kind of the theme you mean the, here. You mean the speed? The, the speed event? Yeah, the, okay. the fastest no. skater. We're, we're going to go with that direction. Okay. The NHL's top five fastest skaters of all time. Oh, wow. D all time. I've, I've gone all time here. There's uh, there's some some elderly gentlemen uh, <laughs> that aren't really... So they're, what, 25? Uh, <laughs> well, who is McDavid elderly to you, or is he just mid middle-aged? Uh, you know, I'm just going to go with uh, middle-aged. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's all on the way. Plus, something that you do not know about Teddy Bridgewater. We'll tell you next. Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. It's the Lowdown on Sports 1440. What a great Friday song. Lowdown is driven by Wolf GMC Buick. Visit WolfGMCBuick.com. Text line is full of outrage from Stuff Donovan said. Again, 833-401-1440. Oh, my God. McDavid is middle-aged. Kill me now. Wow. You are getting quite the reputation. I am. Uh, what can I say? I guess I'm just not a man of the people. Well, you, yesterday it was Swifties and organized religion, and today it's McDavid is middle-aged. Are, 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 are you diabolical? Is there no stopping you? Uh, no, I'm just a, I'm just an absolute menace. I am, uh, I'm going to terrorize people's dreams here. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, I wouldn't touch Everly. He's the number one worst for knuckle pucks. Back to his own D-men. I think Eberle would be a, a good addition. I think there are others that are better uh, right now. But we'll see how it plays. Okay. Um, LT, I'm the first one to admit that Bouchard has really picked up his game from what he was early in the year, but he's no Norris defenseman for Marel. Please read the article. What do, what do you want defensemen to do? They, you want them to outscore at five-on-five. And when he's on the ice with or without McDavid against elites, he's doing it or he's helping do it. I don't know. I don't know what other definition of a Norris Trophy candidate we would be looking for, but I'm prepared to say this guy has it. Okay, lots of news today. 
it's just, I, I, I hate this because it's Friday and all of this stuff is coming out and we're not going to get to it all. And even if we do, we're just mentioning it and they deserve so much more of these stories. Gory, gory. Gary Bettman said he'll be surprised if all the players involved in the 2018 Team Junior Canada, uh, Team Canada Junior Team scandal play in the NHL until the judiciary process is done. And that might be two years. Okay. So that's a lot. The oil, the, the, the NHLers are going to the Olympics. That includes Oilers like Connor McDavid in 26 and 30. The Olympics will involve Canadian and American NHL players and all the rest, like Leon Dreisaitl. It's fantastic news. Very pleased about that. Sean Monaghan is a member of the Winnipeg Jets. A first and a conditional pick are the price and the Jets have made the move. That's two centers down and not much left. Adam Henrique, I think, would be the number one item right now. We'll see how it goes. Todd McClellan fired, gone, out as Los Angeles Kings coach. I don't think people are surprised by that. Maybe surprised by the timing. It. This is already, in my opinion, the most eventful all-star break in history. I don't remember a lot else happening. Maybe a coach firing once in a while or, you know, Julian Gauthier's on waivers. That's the kind of thing you ordinarily expect. The NHL and PA have talked about four-nation face-off next February in Montreal and Boston, Canada, Finland, Sweden, United States. Not as much fun as the Olympics. Connor McDavid on best-on-best hockey ahead, i.e. the Olympics, it's a dream come true. That's the big story for me. That's the big, If you know, uh, back in the olden days, newspapers would have meetings and the, all the editorial heads would come to the meeting and they would decide what was the front page, what was going on on the front page of all the different sections, all of that stuff. Today, if that existed, like in the movie All the President's Men, if that existed, the number one story on the front page for me and certainly on the front of the for- sports page would be that the Olympics are back for NHL players, 2026 and 2030. David said it's a dream come true. That's exactly it. And, you know, eternal damnation and hellfire for those who made it impossible until now. I mean it. I understand NHL teams protecting their stuff, their, their assets. I get it. You don't want anybody hurt, and the Tavares injury really did impact it, you run the risk. You do it. But I'm I'm very glad it's back. I'm glad for all the players involved. I made a list today of the 11 options that I would like to see the Oilers at least entertain acquiring. Now, one of them, Sean Monaghan, is gone. So the 10 options, it's like the, it's like the movie, <laughs> I have these... Fifteen commandments. Clunk, plump, splangs, blunk. I have these ten commandments. I have ten now. Ten names the owners should look at. Number one, Jake Gensel. He might be signed. Penguins might make the playoffs. Doesn't matter. I think he's the guy. Chris Tanev. Thomas Tatar might be available. Vladimir Tarasenko. Adam Henrique. Sean Monaghan is gone, but Tyler Toffoli is still available. Jordan Eberle. Daniel Sprong. Zach Bogosian. And Cam Talbot. If Los Angeles continues to lose, what would you think about acquiring Cam Talbot? He'd have to wave. I think he would to come here. Would, would, it, would a Skinner-Talbot tandem be all right? I think I like that one. 
Stuart Skinner will be a goaltender for Team Canada in two years from Lance. I'm with you, Lance. I think that that he's wildly underrated, even by Oiler fans, or at least some of them. Finalist in the Calder Trophy uh, race last year, and he was second star of the month of January. Sounds like a list from 10 years ago. Well, that's the list that's out. It it there the the free agent look now is is all the elite talents get signed now or get traded then signed elsewhere like Kachuk. You don't get to the 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 trade deadline like I hate to say this but if Leon Drysaddle doesn't sign in July they'll trade him before the deadline. You have to you have to protect yourself. The Flames left it very very late, but they don't have a Leon Drysaddle either. Everly on the second line would be nice. I I agree. Boone Jenner. Boone Jenner would be a good one. I don't think he's going to get traded, though. I want to know when this uh, Formation Cup is, September or a replacement for the All-Star game. I I don't know now. It's usually September. We'll see. Sorry, Tide. You can name any metrics you want, but Bouchard is no Norris Trophy candidate. Maybe in a few years, but not yet. What I'm telling you is whatever metric you use for the Norris Trophy, whether it's scoring by a defenseman, whether it's power play offense by a defenseman, whether it's outscoring at five-on-five by a defenseman, if Bouchard isn't being considered based on the numbers, then you're excluding him because he hasn't established himself, and that's a decision you can make. But he's there. And I'm trumpeting it because he's there. He is, he, is, he is worth a nomination for the Norris based on this year. Certainly best based on since November 24th. If Eric Carlson can win the Norris, Bouchard is on the ballot. There you go. Love the idea of Talbot coming back, right? I, I like the idea too. Bogosian, Ebbs, and Talbot, a nice trade deadline for Ken Holland. Well, I, I mean, I, I, what is he like? He likes famous guys. He doesn't really care about age. And a guy who might be on the downswing doesn't bother him. I think those things are all true. These are such big stories. Jim Hiller, by the way, the new coach in Los Angeles. Todd McClellan fires. Sean Mc. Uh, Sean uh, Monahan traded to Winnipeg and the Olympics 26 and 30. You know, we sit around here sometimes and we're begging for stories. Yeah, Clyde Bishler uh, was recalled and we're just, we, we got nothing. We're tap dancing like, you know, babbling like raccoons, as an old boss of mine used to say. Well, not today. Not today, Ray. I think Chris Tanev, I think his value is going up, and I'll tell you why. If you're looking for it, like, the, I don't think the Oilers are. I think they'd like to get, if they got Tanev, they'd be happy. But I think they'll spend their money up front, their assets. But if you look at the defensemen that are out there, and you're really looking for a right-handed guy you can project into the top four, it's Tanev. The Kings also sent out Turcotte, Fajamo, and Brant Clark to the minors. They don't play for a long time. Everybody's taking their break around now. 
So, and the orders don't get back until Tuesday, right? Like it's, it's uh, voices carry. They play Tuesday. The Condors play, by the way. I think that when we talked to Bruce Kerlock from Oilers Nation in our number two, we're going we're gonna to talk about the young wingers a lot. Borgo, Savoy, Tulio, Petrov, who looks like he's coming around. One of those, it doesn't really matter who, and I don't mean that, like if you've got a favorite, I'm not putting your guy down. I'm just saying you just need somebody to cash. Holloway and Broberg are going to be NHL players. Maybe not here, but they're going to be NHL players. One of Borgo, Chulio, Petrov, uh, Savoy, Lavoie, and we'll say Grub. One of those guys or two have to be able to play in the National Hockey League, and one of them has to be able to play a foundation position. That's one of the top two line, the three players on the top line, three players on the second line, the third line center. That's seven forwards, top two pairings. That's four defensemen and starting goaltender. There's 12 foundation pieces. One of the guys playing in the AHL this year has to be able to step in at some point. We're having requests for Hurdy Gurdy Man. Do we have that in the library? I'll be honest, I have absolutely no idea. I will, uh, I'll do a quick search. Okay. Donovan is now doing a quick shirt skirt. Uh, we do not. Oh, no, really? Uh, yeah, no, we, we don't. I was going to play that for your feature. <laughs> I, can, uh, I can probably pull that up. If that's on Spotify, I can probably pull that up. Do you subscribe to Spotify? Uh, I have a Spotify account but I do not have premium, so... Uh, <laughs> I, I could get it for you. I have the... They come to my house and start the Spotify. That's how premium my... my, we, my are, uh, we are into the Spotify. Do you have it? Uh, I don't want to sell this if I can't deliver it. Well, you can't deliver it. I have found it. Dirty, oh. gurdy man. Okay, so guess what? We have radio history coming up. Two shakes of a lamb's tail... This is going to be this is going to be huge. It's the hurdy gurdy top five with Donovan talking speedsters on ice with hurdy gurdy man by Donovan leading us in. That's next. Lowdown with low tide on sports fourteen forty. It's the lowdown on sports fourteen forty. What a great way to introduce the hurdy gurdy top five with Donovan Paulson, as that's the original Donovan. And Hurdy Gurdy Man. By the way, did you know that Hurdy Gurdy was a, an instrument? I had absolutely no idea. It's a string a instrument that produces sound by a hand crank turned rosin wheel rubbing against the strings. It sounds, you know, like something you shouldn't read on the radio, but it does make an interesting sound. And all of that information came from my friend Bruce McCurdy, who might as well be here. We should have him. It would elevate the show. Are you ready for the Hurdy Gurdy Top 5? First time, Donovan. And it's fast skaters. I'm so ready. Okay. Are you ready? That's the well, real question. Well, I mean, I might fall over, but I'll try not to. Go. I have a feeling you're going to be falling over. So, obviously, it's uh, it's NHL All-Star Weekend. So, naturally, there's there's a bunch of skills events. And uh, one of them, as you would know, is the, uh, the fastest skater. So, my list is just fastest skaters of all time. Okay. And number one, it's not who you think. It's Matt Barzell. Okay. 
You watch Matt Barzell skate. The guy is unbelievably quick. Um, he was also just shy of Dylan Larkin's record. He was three hundredths of a second off of Dylan Larkin's fastest skater record ever without a head start. Dylan Larkin, his his all-star record is kind of a fraud because uh, he had oh. a head start. Okay. So, so I'm saying so number Matt one is number Barzell. one. Okay, and number two? Uh, it's Connor McDavid. Okay. I was I was I was a little worried for you because you made the Swifties mad and organized religion yesterday. Uh, and at the top of the hour you went after some other things. But I really thought if you're gonna be if you're gonna go like McDavid isn't on the list, I was worried for you. But Oh no, he he had to make the list, of okay. course. But all right. I just I just think Matt Barzell's faster. I don't I don't think uh I don't think Matt Barzell gets enough credit for just how quick he is. Well, no, and, and, and McDavid gets all the publicity when Barzell's the faster guy. I I, I believe so, yeah. No, I, the McDavid fans are like Swifties. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So number two, Connor McDavid. Okay. Number three, I have the Russian Rocket, Pavel Bure. Very good player and very fast. Exceptional player. Uh, he was just kind of a... An unfortunate. I think he came in at an unfortunate time. If if he would have come in in today's game, I I believe he would take over that number one spot. Personally, I agree. also I think if he'd played for more famous and better teams. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can I can agree with that. Um, number four, we have the previous record holder for the fastest skater. We have Mike Gartner. Okay, and he was brilliantly fast. He was brilliantly fast. Also, brilliant scorer. No. Just brilliant player. Number five, we have uh, maybe a little bit of an off-the-board pick. Okay. We have uh, Peter Bondra. Oh, he was fast. He was fast. Of course he was fast. You watch some of his highlights between just really any of these last three players. Boy, any of these players, actually. And they are they all have blistering speed, wonderful skill, all of them great players. But Matt Barzell okay. is the fastest player the NHL has ever seen. Now, you're going to get some feedback on the text line. I have already seen some feedback on the text line. Did you see Rich? Uh, I did see Rich. Yeah. He and wants to fire you, which I think is way over the top. I, I agree. Personally. If we didn't fire you yesterday, we're not firing you today. Exactly. No. Rich, I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, that just isn't happening. Oh, and uh, we're, we're now getting a call. <laughs> oh, oh, it's, it's yeah. someone might be uh, angry. I'm sure it's I'm, nothing. Don't worry about it. You should answer it uh, just to make sure that one of us may have to leave the building. And don't forget, if you have to leave the building, you ha- your pass card, you have to leave it. Uh, otherwise, they get really mad at you and they, they go after you. How about the Roadrunner? Top five for sure. Ivan Cornwallier, when I was young, he was easily the fastest. And I, I, I like Lafleur could skate, Burray could skate. And and we know that that McDavid is for me he's like brilliantly fast. So if 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 you put a twenty six year old Cornway up against McDavid, I think McDavid wins it. But for his era, Ivan Cornway, I was not a Montreal Canadiens fan, so that doesn't you know I'm not doing this because I want to. But he just was a brilliantly a brilliant a brilliant player. Barzal, not Borzal. Did we call him Borzal? No, I called him Matt Barzal. Yeah, I think we're good. I think we could, we called it right. Um, Barzal falling in the draft still is a, a mystery. It really, truly is. And yes to that texter who did say a list starts at number five. I probably should have started at number five. You do, you're doing the list. You do whatever you want. However, this is, I'm the captain now. 
Uh, <laughs> You're Alexander Haig. You're in charge here now. I am in charge here no. now. So, so also, you 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 don't want to... We love Declan here, but Declan does it his way. You do it your way. There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. So If you'd started at three, I would have stopped you, but you started at one and the other alternative was five. You did fine. I, I wanted to start coming out hot and I, I came out hot. I, uh, I had Matt Barzell at one. Sir Tide and Donut Man, should the fastest hockey skater not have to carry a puck? It's not speed skating. Did Donut Man miss Mike Gardner? No, he didn't. You're being called Donut Man. Are you okay with that? Why am I being called Donut Man? It's your last name. No, I, people who have a last name don't don't recognize that people are going to take your name and torture it. And that's what this individual did. Hacksaw took Donovan and got Donut Man. Don't ask. Because it doesn't make sense to you, and I understand that. But when you're in the world of trying to find peculiarities and poke them until the person reacts, Donut Man works. Somebody wants Declan back now. Oh, you're doing fine. <laughs> De- Declan will have his day, and we love to... Look, sooner or later, I'll be on the outs, and you'll be there, and, and Declan will be here. It, it's a, it is the circle of life. Yeah, I, I expected some heat for my list, but... Uh, Personally, I'm I'm very offended by that, Sonny. Are we are we making a list, Donovan? And I mean this not just for your resume, but you know, for for any sort of uh, uh, litigation that occurs. Are we making a list of people and and uh, things that you are offending? Because I think we're up to five or six now. I think we can create a pretty big list here. Yeah. yeah. So I, good job. I mean, it, it's it's uh, it's not for everybody, but you seem to have just embraced the idea of irritating people. And people who do that have a long career. You might want to get into politics. That works as well. (laughs) But sports loves people who say what they mean and mean what they say. Did Declan get traded? Where did he go? Declan has just taken a few days off. And so uh, we miss him and we can't wait for him to return. But in the meantime, we are celebrating Donovan and his no fear attitude uh, as he approaches everybody online and in the radio world. And we are having a great time. Uh, Peter Klimo was lightning. He was very fast. The, the problem is everybody's got a guy. Everybody has somebody. Toddy Marchand could skate so well. Wonderful skater. But Connor McDavid is faster. Um I always like the guys who aren't great skaters, but find a way like David Perron or Patrick Maroon, you know, McDavid. I mean, guy skates like that. Of course, he's going to have success. You give me one of those plow horses who can score. That's my guy. Looks like we'll be seeing McDavid in the Olympics. I can't wait. I can't wait. I think that that it's one thing for McDavid and the Oilers not to be able to win the Stanley Cup. That is that is something that he had a chance every year to compete for. And and I hope he does win a Stanley Cup, and I hope he wins it at Edmonton. But no matter what, he was not – that opportunity was not held back from him. The Olympics, not the same. You know, he would have played in a couple of Olympics by now. So this is good news. Two Olympics? Uh, Yes. 26 and 30, so he would have played in 22, and he would have played in... Oh, yeah, he would have played in 18. Yeah, So he would he missed two. He'll get two, probably get three. Knowing him, he'd get four. Bobby Schmatz. Oh, Schmatz was a... Schmatz did a lot of things. Nard Dog says, Donovan, you're killing it, man. You sound like a natural on air. No joke. There you go. Thank you very much, Nard Dog. And there was one other text is that, that I your, Is that your brother, Nard Dog? 
Uh, no, I okay. don't have a brother. I'm okay. an only child, actually. Oh, well, uh, shocking. <laughs> the way you treated the, the, the Swifties, I, I'm shocked that you're the only child. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I want to acknowledge one more text here. Uh, Jacob, if I'm Declan, I wouldn't feel threatened for my job. And then he goes on to say, just pulling your leg, Donovan. Well, uh, I am technically only an intern here right now. So, uh, well, that's only a matter of time. Well, we'll see. But, uh, Declan, uh, I will not be coming for, for Declan's job in the first place. Uh, I would assume Declan's job is quite secure here. Well, I mean, he might win the lottery. You never know in life. Don't mess with Donovan Nation's people. I like that. We're already giving you nicknames here. Um, Where would you put Gilbert Perrault? Perrault was unique. I'll tell you why he was unique. I, I've never seen it since, really, although McDavid does a version of it, but McDavid does so many things that it's just on a different scale. Gilbert Perrault did this thing, and I'm not lying to you. He, I've never seen anybody, he could skate with the puck, stick handling the puck, and it was in close to his body. So if you, oftentimes, guys would try to uh, stick check McDavid and they'd end up tripping him because it was he 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 sort of moved forward as a unit as opposed to carrying the puck away from his body he was I don't know how he did it but it was in tight and he was kind of hovered over the puck and he was he was a dynamite player Gilbert Perot one of my favorite players I loved watching him I love that line I like the whole Buffalo Sabres team my favorite line was not the French connection it was the Don Luce line with Danny Gare and Craig Ramsey don't get me started on them they're wonderful 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 hockey team Uh, this comes from Jeremy. Hey, I know this is a sports station. Let's compare the interns, producers. I like this maniac you have on today. <laughs> uh, stands up a little straighter to low tides prodding. Well, I mean, it, 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 it might be dangerous too. So I'm sure that the company lawyers are, are monitoring the situation and may just come in here and I'll be carried out, you know, with a gag in my mouth. So um, low tide, love hurdy-gurdy man. The scene in Zodiac with this song, absolutely chilling. People are all over donuts. Now, I will say that when people bring out, what's your favorite donut? What type of donut? Do you like the yeast raised or do you like the walnut crunch or do you like uh, just uh, one with little colored uh, things on it, sprinkles? <laughs> colored things on it. Um I'll say uh, I'll say a good old Boston creams really nice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I love. I'm a huge chocolate guy. So, uh, if anyone wants to bring by chocolate donuts, I will uh, very happily accept them. <laughs> um, and uh, this donut man thing, am, am I very very wrong in saying this is kind of like the the seaweed man, Vincent DeHarnay? Sure. It's an ab absolutely astronomical nickname. Well, I think seaweed man is called that because it's like getting around him is like getting into the the seaweed. It's hard to get around him and through him. With you, I just think it's a play on your last name. So it, it could be. Yeah, but well, you you can decide what it is. It's you. It's wild. Yeah. This Donovan kid's got moxie. We like the cut of his jib. That's an old person saying you're cool. Um, <laughs> Donnie P, not afraid to make waves. That'll take them place, places from husks. It's true. The, the, and especially like 
sports radio, and I guess, you know, we don't really have it in Canada, although I'm sure we do have some variation, but shock radio in the United States, wildly popular. You would have to say things so offensive um, that you probably, it would be difficult to be on the air in Canada. We have far more regulations, uh, and I think that's good. Um, have you done podcasts before? Um, technically, yes, and technically, no. Uh, I tried one a while back with a couple of my buddies. Um, it was not very good. But uh, they were losers. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, one of them is definitely listening right now, I believe. <laughs> so uh, shout out, Benny, if you're listening, buddy. But um, yeah, no. Um, I tried one before radio before radio school at Nate, and then uh, obviously since, I'd like to think I've gotten a little bit better. <laughs> Well, it's like people always say, you know, you're good at this, whatever it is. Um, I've been working in radio for 44 years. If I'm not better than I was when I started, there's something wrong in my head part. And the more you are on the radio, like I'm not blowing smoke, but you actually doing what you're doing now is going to make you better a year from now. That's the way it works. So well done. You're you're right where you should be, you know. how, when did you start your practicum? Uh, well, that would have been uh, January the 8th is when I started. So you're like a month in? Uh, yeah, this is uh, the end of oh, four weeks. Oh, you're doing fantastically well. Thank you. Well, Thank I'm you. You're going to have to start sending emails to the boss talking about how terrible you do your job. Otherwise, <laughs> you'll be taken over from me. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a dog-eat-dog world out here. Um, now, coming up in hour number two, we have Steve Lansky. And Bruce Kerlock, who's a brilliant writer and evaluator of AHL Bakersfield Condors. And we'll talk to him about the Knights game, how the Condors are playing, and up and down the lineup, they got a lot of interesting prospects, maybe not any impact prospects aside from Holloway and Broberg, but we'll talk to him about the, the whole lot. You can text us at 833-401-1440 if you'd like a specific riff on any of the prospects. Lansky is next. Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440, and it's time for an update.